tell me this is not happening. Welcome to the Explosion Network's review discussion, spoiler review discussion, specifically for Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. My name is Dylan Blight, and joining me for this, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here to talk about Tyrese Gibson's favourite film of 2019. That's a funny thing. Did you see what he actually posted on Instagram, all that stuff? No. He, you know, he went on Instagram and he was like, see, it didn't do as much money as the real movies. Come on back to the real family. We'll show you how to make money. Like he was posting something to us like Tyrese, just, just shush, please. Just Tyrese, shush, just shush, zip it. Shush, please. No one watches those movies for you. You're finding them, but no one is watching no. them for you. People are watching this one for The Rock. All right. Just <laughs> actually, I would argue Tyrese is the person people at least least excited to watch yeah exactly um anyway (laughs) like they might actually see more people would see the movie if tyrese wasn't in it well did did you ever watch that documentary um the dr dre interscope one that's on netflix it's like four part doc i think a watch it it's really quite interesting but b also when that dr dre thing was happening the beats deal or whatever that nearly didn't happen because tyrese was with dr dre and he, he posted a video on instagram being like this man's about to sell the whole thing to apple for one billion dollars like he was drunk and partying and whatever else and he leaked that thing on the instagram and he was the one that leaked that information so it's like tyrese is just known as someone who there's I mean, a problem <laughs> stuff happening there uh, anyway, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, the synopsis for this film is lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw form an unlikely alliance when a cyber genetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. Uh, this movie is the first spin-off to the mega popular Fast and Furious franchise, which up until, uh, at this point currently has eight movies with the ninth. The, the funny thing happening of this, if everyone keeps wondering if, um, of course, The Rock... And Jason Statham are going to turn up in Fast and Furious uh, 9. They probably are not because uh, Fast and Furious 9 was shooting as this movie was now. releasing. It's, sh- it's shooting right now is what they're doing. So, yeah. Um, but this movie was written by Chris Morgan, who writes all the Fast and Furious um, films, along with uh, Drew Pierce. But it still says based on characters created by, um, what's his name? I forget. Gary Scott Thomas, sorry. Um, which I'm like, did he create any of these ones, really? But anyway, nonetheless. Uh, and it was directed by David Leach, who uh, previously has done Atomic Blonde, uh, co-directed somewhat uh, the first John Wick, and then most recently did Deadpool 2, uh, is who's behind this one. And I think this film definitely is a lot more in line with Deadpool 2 than anything um, related to John Wick. I've not watched Atomic Blonde yet, but I did buy it this week, so I'll get to that soon as well. Uh, mm. So... I rev- is that I, on a streaming service? Anyway. I don't think it is. We'd have to look it up. Um, I'm a massive Fast and Furious fan. I think that's one I thing. I love these very silly movies. Um, I was not a huge fan of this movie, though. So in my review, which you can read over explosionelk.com or in the description below YouTube if you're watching it there or in the description if you're listening to the audio version, of course, um, I said, you're getting exactly what you expect. Nothing more, nothing less. As a first entry into a spin-off franchise, it's a decent start, but it, it neither has the wowing action of the Fast and Furious films or the massive cast of characters. For fans of Hobbs and Shaw, though, it's sure to be great fun six out of ten and i would um you know i think we i put that review out like a week ago and i definitely stand by everything i said there which is usually a good sign for a review if you 
<laughs> buy it a week later. <laughs> That's kind of the point. <laughs> it's kind of the point, I guess. But I mean, I walked out a little bit disappointed for this one. I, I was looking forward to it. I legit was like, this is going to be good. I'm getting some Fast and Furious action this year. And it was, um, I would say it's one of my, if not the biggest disappointment for me this year. I don't usually get super excited for most, uh, I don't know, I get, you know, try not to get too excited. But this, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a fun, silly, great movie. I'm going to have a great time. Mm. I did not have a great time. Um, but what what did you think and do you agree with what I've said there for this one, Ash? Yeah, I think you hit a lot of stuff on the nail on the head. Uh, it definitely, it's it's a weird one because it definitely feels like, it feels like a spinoff, but then it also feels like it's setting up stuff and then it's trying to tell this one-off story, I guess, kind of. They're introducing a bunch of people who might, may or may not be important going forward. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a mess. Who's and then, it, yeah, it just didn't, it was just missing stuff. Yeah. Like something was missing. Yeah. Well, let's move into the first topic of that, I think. So, do you think that this felt at all like a Fast and Furious movie? Or was there any any, any scenes that you was like, yes, this movie feels like a Fast and Furious movie? Because I think Fast and Furious movies have a definite feel to them, you know? I mean, there was that one car chase sequence. Is that it? <laughs> That's the only time it really I mean, felt like the, uh, Yeah, that and the other car sequence at the end also felt very Fast and Furious. Like, re- got more progressively ridiculous. Yeah, I, I would actually say the car chase at the end where they're all linking up to get the chopper down felt more Fast and Furious than the car chase where they're all in that, which, by the way, is ridiculous because the rock's squeezing into that tiny Lambo or whatever the, the hell it was, I don't remember. But <laughs> that was quite ridiculous, obviously. But that scene, I think that chase was ruined, ruined for me because of the sci-fi bike stuff. Like, it just had no... Oh, man, that bike. I hated it. It's it, crazy. It's unbelievable. And they set it up right at the start when all these guys come riding in with the three motorbikes. They put the kickstands down, and then his bike just rolls up and is yeah. standing vocal. Like, I was like, this this movie went so hard into the sci-fi. I think sci-fi. it went too far that it actually lost a lot of stuff. Because even with the Fast and Furious Eight for uh, Charlie Theron's villain, what was the name? Barcode, <laughs> something like that. I don't actually something remember. something like one name like that. Um, like. That stuff they had all these cars like reversing off the um the 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 story building or whatever it was the car park and all crashing down and they filmed some of that stuff and then digitally just of course added a fuck ton more cars but that didn't feel as silly as this obviously because they still felt like there were stakes to it it's like it's sci fi stuff where cars are just driving themselves out but at the same time you've got our heroes down below trying to dodge them all and get crashed whereas this they're getting chased by a bike which can just what it, I, I didn't like the bite at all. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, and I would say the I name don't, was Cipher. Cipher, there you go. Barcode, Cipher, same thing. <laughs> Very close. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this felt like a Fast and Furious movie at all. And I, I guess that it begs the question of, should it have felt more like a Fast and Furious movie? Or do you think it, sh- it should have been trying to kind of stand on its own two feet? Because I would say it should have tried to feel more like a Fast and Furious movie because it's... Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. You know what I mean? It's a spin-off but at the same like, time. Yeah. I feel like either you stay more true to the Fast and Furious thing or you just go completely different. And it felt like this was trying to beat somewhere in the middle. Um, somewhere in the middle? Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Because, you know, Fast and Furious is all about family. It is. And there was, like, so much family in this. Yeah. Like, they're constantly people related to each other. 
that that actually that felt like the most fast and furious part of this i guess was the no. the, fact the message of the film family. is sure you might be related to people but they're not really a family yeah <laughs> But the thing, the thing that the thing that works with the main movies, and the reason, like, as everyone likes to joke about the whole, like, it's about family, um, Toretto always going on about it. But the reason it works in those movies is because you had several mo- movies before that that whole Toretto thing. Well, Toretto was introduced to someone who had this family, right? He had this family of misfits, and there's a barbecue scene in the first movie where he says, like, makes them all say grace, and he introduced and he introduced this character of Dominic Toretto who cares for this misfits like they are his real family, and, like, he's grown up with them and whatever else. So every movie after then, when whenever that character talked about family being important to him, you kind of believed him because they drilled it into and you got introduced to, uh, got introduced to that character in a rather serious way. The first movie's rather serious, you know? It's just a general street racing character movie you know it's point break but with car cars we everyone knows how it goes um so then by the time you get down further in the movies and he's telling like um he's telling brian it's all you know it's all about family and all this sort of stuff if you've been with the franchise it makes sense for that character and, and why it's all working and the, the whole family aspect of stuff makes sense there here they're like we're going to introduce a sister for sure because family and because we introduce a sister we get to have some like drama well not drama but like family stuff to do with him like at the end they both go see his mom in prison family stuff then you're gonna we're gonna introduce the um hobbs's family in this one who of course he's had problems with he ran away when he was whatever age and get to meet his mom and his brother and they've got heated history and they all have to make up it's all about family brings his daughter there at the end of the movie it's all about family but none of it felt like i wasn't like oh he's when his daughter comes, I'm not like, oh, I'm so emotional over this. You know, I was just like, whatever. I don't fucking, I don't really, don't really care. That's whatever. Um, because I didn't buy it. Not enough time. Not enough time with these characters, really. It's like, hi, you're his brother. Okay. Yeah, we had arguments. Moving on. All right, cool. Whatever. Got to get to the next, next action scene, I guess. Um, what do you feel about David Leach? Uh, or Lech? I don't, how do you, it, is it Leech? Leech? I yeah, I feel it's Leech. Um, so this definitely feels more Deadpool too, but at the same time, do you do you feel he's suited for this sort of like comedy action stuff? Do you, do you think he'd done a good job with it? Or I don't know. There was nothing really standout or signature-esque about it. Nothing felt like any, really felt like any of his previous work. Um, I mean, there was none... There was a little bit of the humor, obviously, from Deadpool 2. Obviously, that might explain why a certain person shows up at the start of the film, now that I'm thinking about it in hindsight. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all all coming together. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything too flashy. I mean, I like the sequence at the start where they're, like, they're sort of living parallel Yeah, that was cool. But it's like the the rest of the movie could have used that same sort of visual flair. Yeah, there that was, was it. it was just standard, just yeah. kind of bland. They introduced anything. like that, and then nothing, nothing. That's it. Kind of just that's, there's, that's, there's just the things that tell you where the places are. There. Yeah, this is exciting. It's the only thing is, yeah. Um, let's go over the cameos real quickly. Then, so you got you got Ryan Reynolds in this movie, um, introduced as this yeah. CIA playing Ryan Reynolds, yeah. playing Ryan Reynolds, literally, which is fine, I guess. But so, did you stay for the after credit scenes though? I stayed for the mid-credit scenes. Yeah, so there was like one. Apparently, there's, there's one at the very, very end. Yeah, it just goes back to Ryan, which Reynolds. is more of the same. Yeah, it's just Ryan Reynolds again, and he's. I was like, um, I was looking at my phone, looking it up. I'm like, yeah, 
I could be bullets. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. It's not a Marvel movie. But basically, from what I gathered from the Ryan Reynolds after credit stuff, it's basically teasing he'll become a member that the next movie and this sort of thing. So, yeah. How, how did you feel about Ryan Reynolds popping up in his short role, though? It was surprising. It was an enjoyable surprise. He was in. He was, I, I enjoy Ryan Reynolds' stick. Yeah. You know, him playing off against The Rock, pretending to be his best friend. I yeah. mean. That was amusing yeah. for the small, for the very small period in which it was. It was like maybe a five minute scene, the start of the film. So he came in just to do an info dump, and that was it. Yeah, it was actually my. I actually think one of my favorite scenes was the Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah, because it is just Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds, um, which is perfectly fine. But it, he's so good at doing that thing. And like the whole thing where he's like goes to pass the information over to his daughter and like all like it was yeah. it was done really really well. It's like you see this tattoo I got like got the oh I can't believe we got matching like all the, it was just <laughs> he, he's really good at doing that. And so honestly, the idea of him becoming part of the next movie or something like that is I'm down. I, I feel like he, he would actually liven up. I don't this know movie. if he is. I mean, the the end credit thing obviously was so ridiculous. We've got another virus. It's exactly the same, except it does the stuff to the outside of your body. Yeah, but the, inside your the body. final one shows him like just having killed a bunch of people with blood all over him. And yeah, that's true. He's like doing all this sort of stuff. So showing he can actually kick ass. He's not just a um, fast talking person or whatever it is. Person. The other cameo I don't like. So the other big cameo, um, and I uh, this is one because we yeah talk, I knew this one. So you knew about that. I knew about neither I think, of these cameos. I think so. Uh, Twitter person that I, we both follow just because they didn't like the film. They just said who it was. Fair enough. I didn't see, I didn't see either, so it was whatever to me. But if I had this spoiled, it wouldn't have bothered me, I guess. But I yeah. did not like the Kevin Hart cameo. It felt really forced because, I guess, The Rock's Rock, friends with him now. Kevin Hart are best buddies. Best buddies now. But that whole scene seemed to go for fucking ever. And it wasn't funny to me at all. Like, none of the jokes were working for me. And I was just like, please, can we wrap up this scene? It's just... Well, it was so one note. It's so painful now. Just move on, please. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel about the Kevin Hart thing. Do you have have anything else? No, yeah, it was just one note and just, you know, hey, small and we're big, Mm. tough guys. Yeah, the usual. We've heard those jokes a million times before. Look at the contrast. Yeah, we've seen them. Like, I've watched Central Intelligence. Like, I've seen the fucking... I've seen these jokes. It's fine. Whatever. The Rock's a big, muscly dude. Kevin Hart's a small, non-muscly dude. Good the fuck go. Okay? Moving on. Um, all right. So, next thing I want to talk about, because I have to, of course, is hashtag justice for harm, which... What are you shaking your head about? So, that was... Hashtag, it was an accident. <laughs> one, <laughs> shut up. One of my... That was one of my major problems with the fate of the, the Furious, was that we had this character, Shaw, who we learnt uh, in the after credits of Fast and Furious 6 was the person who actually killed Han. They kind of retconned the whole Tokyo Drift thing and then we have uh, Shaw come in as the villain of 7 and blah, 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 blah. And then Fate of the Furious, they make they all of a sudden it's like, oh, Shaw's out saving a baby and they want you to like the character and be okay with him. Except for that, that whole baby saving sequence, which I think is shot really well and it's put together really well mm-hmm. and whatever else, it would work really great. If I wasn't sitting there watching it going, this guy murdered one of my favorite characters if not my favorite character in this whole fucking franchise and you want me to be okay with this no and i I, and that's why i had so many problems watching that scene i think they try to address it here in several different ways firstly they kind of retcon the shore thing so 
instead of having him now be this, and this is all done with one-liners. Everything mentioned here is like quick one-liners. Like here's a record. Yeah. So a if record. you're not paying attention, if you're not paying attention, you probably miss some of this stuff. But they, they, they try so to. So there's explain, a good chance I miss some of this. Yeah, they try to explain. Well, there's a good chance some I may have missed more because I was getting bored at points. But um, they try to explain now that Deckard Shaw. Um, so he was put like uh, abandoned his team or whatever, you know, ran away, went uh, went AWOL. That's that was his history. Turned into yeah. some like criminal underlord person running around doing all these crimes and whatever else. Um, and that's what his sister also thought. But they have that whole interrogation scene, and then she overhears about him like actually. Um, he was framed for a crime he didn't commit. He was framed for a crime he didn't commit, and that's why his sister all of a sudden. Yeah, we, he went into the British underground. Yes, and the the reason he stayed away was to protect his family and his sister, and so on and so forth. So they're trying to be like, "Who? Oh, he's not actually the big bad guy." And then the, the second scene they have to address the whole Han thing, I believe this is this is a line they directly put in to address the Han thing, is when they're at the right before the big final fight where, at where they're. Uh, when they're the Samoan Islands or whatever particular place Samoa. is it Samoa, sorry, yeah. So I guess, yeah. <laughs> when, when they're at Samoa. Um, and they're having a... Uh, Shaw and his sister are having this conversation before everything begins. And they're talking about how they've done bad things and stuff. They have this line where Shaw's like, yeah, I've done a lot of things I'm not particularly proud of and uh, I'm just trying to work my way to make up for them now. That, 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 that line particularly felt like written into kind of address to slowly start addressing the problem that I'm sure they know because as much as you can joke like, oh, Dylan's over here of the hashtag justice for Han, there are a lot of people that, aside from me, I that mean, had the same problem. I'm sure there's a lot of other people he killed as well. So, I yeah, mean, well, don't put Han on a pedestal. A, uh, a lot of people's <laughs> favourite character in this whole movie franchise was killed by this person, is what I'm saying. Uh, well, was he? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's another thing. I just, I mean, this, that's a whole different video nearly, but I, I'm not putting it past, honestly, at this stage, I'm not putting it past them just having him come back in nine. If he, I would not be surprised at all if these Etienne or whatever people. No, I'm not having that. Han back to life. Yep. They don't they, even, Idris Elba's character got shot in the head and he's back a stupid You robot. don't even need that though. Let, let's think back. Letty was shot in the head. Yep. She came back. <laughs> was she shot in the head? She was shot in the head. The first time you see her shot, you see someone come up, walk up, shoot her in the head. And then I can't remember how they downplay it. They're like, oh, it just skimmed her head. And remember, that's how she gets amnesia and she can't remember who Dom is and all these sorts of stuff. And he tries taking her to it. Look. I thought she'd die in a car crash with the flipping thing. No, yeah, but then someone gets out and like shoots her. Uh, she survived somehow. That's the history. Sure. So c- c- can uh, c- can the best character in the franchise Han come back? Probably. Yeah, sure. He popped out of the car after the car crash. Called the safe. He's been hiding since. Deckard was walking the other direction. Yeah. Didn't look back. The car accidentally exploded. I'm fully fully wait. If they do that, I'd better have one scene where the two of them. They need to address it. Is all I'm saying. They need to address yeah. it. You go, mate. It was a red light. It, fuck you, you and your fucking bullshit. Fucking Han <laughs> deserves justice. You, 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 just over here. Shit. Don't need justice if you're not dead. You still need justice if someone tries to kill you. Believe it or not, <laughs> he was illegally driving in Tokyo City. 
he was chasing the bad guy. Anyway, let's move off the hard thing uh, because I could spend pretty much an hour talking about that. But um, so yeah, yeah, we get more hot and a, a predict and a credit scene for the inevitable sequel to this film. Well, the is Han showing up. So it, it, we get a lot more of Hobbs's backstory in this movie, as I was just saying before. <laughs> Just moving on. Um, we got a lot more of Hobbs' backstory in this one. What did you actually think of all this Samoan stuff, though? Did you think it fitted um, well uh, within the character and within the film? Like, was it cool to see? Did it suit Hobbs as a character? Um, wh- how did you feel about everything? Do you think they used I mean, it well? I know he's real life cousin right. or whatever it is, a wrestler, whatever. Yeah, his name Roman is. Reigns was his real life cousin was in it. Yeah, uh, interesting because he was battling leukemia at the time. I think, I assume, at the time of filming. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Felt a little bit stereotypical from what I've seen of uh, Pacific Islander families, that sort of thing. Especially the mother character. That felt a bit of over the top, a bit, you know. Mm. Beat you with the shoe and they're just uh, the voice and that sort of thing. But yeah, overall, pretty good, I guess. It it So he's got to be like 40-something then? I guess so. If he's been away for 25 years? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's got daughter and whatever else, and she's like yeah. fucking 10, 12, whatever she is. So, I know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think they was ever trying to play him out like he was no, a 20-year-old. It sounds dude. like he was, he was a good guy. He stopped them from a life of crime. Yeah, but... Why are they so upset? They got no he's money. He's doing the right thing. Got no money. You know what I mean? I, I honestly feel... The only thing that disappointed me about this, because obviously we saw all this stuff in the trailer and stuff, I don't feel I don't feel like they used it as well as they could have. You know, like, here's, a, here's an opportunity to show a place and a culture and a history. And, it, you know, it's not the franchise for it, sure. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like since you're already going there and you're doing it, probably could have just done it a little bit better you know what i mean like is it like what do we basically get a montage of a bunch of people working on fucking cars and technology and then um uh the the fight stuff where they're all um what's the proper word for it the dance the ritual the haka the haka yeah that which you know yeah i feel like is the cool to see sure but i feel like yeah i wanted more as i'm saying like and even just showing the the island, it's like it could. Is there more like towns or places we could have gone? Like to to, to show off the, you know. So I, I I was just left a little bit disappointed because we saw a lot. Basically, what we saw in the trailer is what I got in the movie. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's interesting the high level of uh, suspension of disbelief that is required in this film because you have to believe they've created guns where you need to have freaking fingerprints. fingerprints. Purely so they can have this freaking fight scene at the end where they can't use guns. Yeah, well, they got so to they the end of the movie and then Chris hand Morgan hand. was like, fuck. And Turns back a couple of pages. She picks up the gun and it's fingerprint scan doesn't work. Yes, I've solved my problems. Goes back to where he was writing. <laughs> 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 there's, there's no first, second or third draft of these movies. They just write on the Also, go. we need this device, this one of a kind device to be fixed by an auto mechanic. Yes. So we have something to do here. Yeah, yeah, felt, yeah it's, there's lots of <laughs> things like that. Uh, one of my favorite things, though, for this movie is Vanessa Kirby. I I believe that she is the star of this movie, and I would I would watch a sequel all about her character, pretty much, because she was the most 
and I think this is saying a lot because obviously The Rock is one of the most charismatic um, action heroes leading movies today, right? You know, the reason he brings in the box office and people like him is because he's a huge action star with presence that can do like comedy and serious action stuff and like scary dude or, you know, whatever type of action person you want to be. Um, and he's quite a presence and he's really quite charming when he wants to be. And I think the fact that Vanessa Kirby, I found whenever she was on screen to be the person I was watching the most, like performance wise, she was just very charismatic. I felt, and she was very kick-ass as uh, a character. I thought she was the standout character of the movie. She steals the absolute show. Did you did you feel the same or? Yeah, I feel like she was. Well, she's a breath. She's a breath of fresh air in the show. So, um, in the movie, so in the franchise, really. Um, so yeah, she was really good. I think the interrogation scene with The Rock was probably one of the highlights, just for banter back and forth, and then. Before that, even the fight scene with that on the as well was pretty good. Yeah, but they're fighting out near the water or whatever it was where he yeah. captures her. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I, I just feel like when you got she especially stands out when most of the movie is Jason Statham and The Rock having these back and forth, very macho balancing how like how big is your fucking tough, there, tough yeah. guy conversations and then she just comes in and yeah she just feels like such a, a breath of fresh air within it and it's really great because like the, i haven't watched her in the crown i all i know her from was the last mission impossible movie where she played the white rabbit and she's in that movie briefly but she, yeah she stood out even in that scene there because she plays off she played off tom cruise quite well and she um kind of left you wondering if that character would come back for more but now seeing her in this i'm like she should be an action hero like she should be i hope she does another action movie after this i hope she continues in this franchise or does more because she she just done well at all of it like she sold the action stuff and she was just quite charming and um absolutely enjoyed her and the only reason i'd rewatch this movie is to watch for her basically I, I, everyone else was kind of boring and whatever hobbs and shaw whatever sick of you arguing shut the fuck up I'm, I'm sick of shit you got idris elba over here i'm the black superman woohoo boring bad guy don't give two shits she was interesting she had a story she basically saved the world by injecting a fucking thing into her hand which was quite dangerous but she did it to save the world you know like she's the hero yeah. of the whole fucking thing um i wish she she could have even got more do i wish but there we go um all right so wrapping up a couple of things to go over here firstly where do we think this franchise is going? And do we think it's going to tie into the fra- the Fast and F- Furious franchise as a whole, I guess? So we get this villain tease throughout this. Some, I don't, I suppose it's someone behind a voice modulator or whatever. But yeah. th- they reveal that they know Hobbs or Hobbs is supposed to know them. Something <laughs> along those lines. So it's Hobbs' dad. He'll be fucking something like that, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> It'll yep. be something like that. Um, so, because you know why? Do you know why it's going to be Hobbs' dad? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about family. Yeah, it's about family. Um, so, do you think that this villain that's being teased and stuff? Do you think they're just going to save this for this film's inevitable sequel, or do you think they're going to try and do a bit of like tie-in teasers for stuff that we've seen in this into Fast and Furious Nine, and then Nine will tease more stuff no. for Hobbs and Shaw too? I or feel you- like they're going to keep this away from the Fast and Furious mainline. Okay. 
just because it's so sci-fi as well. I don't think they want to. Well, maybe if they if the aim is to get Fast and Furious ten to into space, maybe they want to introduce some sci-fi elements. Everyone, everyone jokes but. about this, but they literally in an interview, Chris Morgan doing an interview for this or whatever, got asked about it again, and he was like, "We could make it happen." Like, yeah, <laughs> not even joking at this stage. It's like we could do it. People would pay. <laughs> we <I> would. Mean, <laughs> what what, Mars, what can I say? Like, like a car on the moon, I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, and then the next interesting thing for this, I feel, is because obviously we've had such big behind the scenes drama with um, Vin Diesel, The Rock, Tyrese, as we're saying before, whatever else, um, these stars behind the scenes. This movie. Also, side note: Did you see the the Wall Street Journal article that came out? Yes, the, about- the action fight scene stuff, which is fucking and, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole that's a whole thing. But I. It's hilarious, but I don't think it's like uncommon. And I, I bet you would find no. other action stars throughout history have had basically similar things. If that be like it's Stallone and but if if neither of them wants to lose a fight, then how do you f- do you have to ride around that? that they do, seems- but they do go re- rewatch all the movies. They're always interrupted by a third party. Is the thing, you know? No one ever wins because they're always interrupted. In all of these movies, they're always interrupted by a third party that stops the fight. So there's never a winner. You can never walk away going, Vin Diesel won that fight, The Rock won that fight, etc. There's always they're always left to do what you need to do. Um, yeah, so this movie's doing box office-wise pretty good. Not as good as yeah. the actual mainline movies, but those movies make a butt time, and this movie's still doing quite well, um, last I checked. Yep. Do you think it has to reach the level of the... Uh, the mainline movies for it to get a sequel. Uh, nope. No? They're just... Anything that is not Disney that is even remotely successful, they're going to sequelize. Yeah. Because they need something to go up against Disney. Yeah. That's kind of the... Because they there was also that rumor going around they were going to do like a cypher spin-off movie and um, other things. And I honestly think as long as the, the amount of money this has made so far is more than enough for them to be like, cool sequel, let's go. Because I'm on your side of thinking there where it's like Disney is ruling the box office and Universal is one of the only yeah. places that remains outside of like um, Blumhouse with their horror franchise stuff that is able to like function a franchise at the box office um, at the moment. At yeah. the moment. Because it's basically just Disney, Fast and Furious, and then you've got these insidious, or not insidious, um, conjuring spin-off movies and whatever else. That's got, like the only franchises yeah. that I can think of. Apart from like... Uh, like Bond. Oh, Bond, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Jurassic World. Well, that's back at... It's back at the attraction again, I guess. Universe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we do it, if they even like the third, next one for that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting next year when Nine comes out, just to see like if there's any more drama, if they actually do bother getting the rock in to shoot any scenes for nine, maybe if they met, if everyone makes up and kisses behind the scenes, then we can all, they'll do like, they would rush out to shoot a scene to fit it into that movie. I reckon if they could. So I don't know. I, I think they all need to make up men's before the last movie though. Cause if they're saying fast and furious 10 is supposed to be the last one of the main franchise. And if you're not going to have all of them come back for that one, it's like, come on. People will be left sorely yeah, disappointed. Of course, they're all going to be in the last one. They might not be a shot of all of yeah, them. Yeah, they might not together. be all in the scenes together, but <laughs> yeah, you know, they might not. Well, some of them might like like they might have been shot on a soundstage or something. Yeah, well, 
exactly. Tyrese in a green yeah. <laughs> on the back on a green screen. Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, any wrapping up thoughts for this one? I mean, it kind of ended suddenly as well. That was the only other thing. I don't remember. They they and it Elba dies, and then yeah, then credits. Well, there's a montage. It's like oh, they takes his daughter. They go see Helen Mirren in the prison. But it's like the credits. Helen Mirren is in these films. That's such an odd thing. Yeah, well, she's in. I I also enjoy that they never mention the brother at all. Yeah, well, they do. Like even the flashbacks, he's just slightly obscured. They they do they're like oh your brother and then that's about it yeah and, and yeah the flashback yeah. all of a sudden he's the yeah that's quite odd yeah. so they break her out at the end <laughs> is that I presume that's what they're doing yeah she's like oh now that you're your yeah. friends let's fucking break me out eh governor oi, oi. yeah <laughs> let's commit a serious crime <laughs> now serious. that we're all in good people's good graces yeah that's fine do what you need to do you know Dominic the, the Toronto gang's not exactly fucking Superman they're like anti heroes I guess I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway thank you for joining us for this review discussion make sure you give the video a like down below if you are watching on YouTube of course and you sub- subscribe to the channel at youtube.com slash explosion network to watch uh, our beautiful t- faces talk about all things fast and furious in the future and subscribe to the channel if you're watching as well the button's there as well uh, follow me on Twitter at V-V-L-A-D-I-L and you can follow Ash on Twitter at Ashley Hobby A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y and you can follow Explosion Network of which this is a product of on Twitter at Explosion Pod and you can check out ExplosionNetwork.com for all our other news reviews including the Fast and Furious written review that I did over there and our movie TV uh, fortnightly podcast called What Do You Want to Watch which Ash ho- hosts over at Explosion Network if you have any thoughts or questions or things about anything we've talked about on this review discussion, make sure to either tweet them at us or drop it into the comment section down below on YouTube and answer the question. Is that Kevin Hart cameo funny? The answer is no. It's not. It's not very good at all. (laughs) It's pretty boring. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, and we'll see you in the next one.